Hi everyone, Susan here for SusanWinter.net. So this week I had an interview that actually sparked this conversation and uh, the interviewer wanted to know about uh, the savior complex and that has to do with give and take in relationships. And you might notice I don't use a lot of traditional psychological terms. I like to reframe things in Susan language because I find that uh, many of these terms Okay, I understand linguistics and I understand that we need to label and categorize things as humans. We need that to make things make sense. But oftentimes the very labels that we use to me sound um, very limiting and very much an identifier of who we are. So you understand uh, the, the savior complex. It's the person that rushes in and their, their incentive in a relationship is to be of service and save. Now, generally, this is an okay thing to have. I want to go over this long and big history and rootedness of give and take, which goes into relationships. I can guarantee you, most of your discontent that you're having right now, right now, is that you're either giving much more than you're getting, or you're having to take and that's making you hate the person. So let's go over how this gets into balance and how it gets out of balance. You might notice in human beings, that we get our reward center. Ding, 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 ding. We feel good when we are good people. Now, I don't think that's sociologically learned. I think that's inherent in the human animal, and I think it has to do with cooperation and our survival. But regardless, um, most people like to be good. They like to be helpful. We have an inherent need to feel that we are of value, that our contribution in life has meaning. And that's why we get a very good feeling when we help or when we give. And it has long been known that the way to be a happy person is to be a giver, to give of yourself. That rather than, I need love, I have to have love, give me love. I heard once a lady tell me years ago, if you're feeling lonely and you're feeling unloved and you feel like you desperately need a guy, Go out and love someone or something. Do something positive. And it's true. It's the way to reroute it and have command of this. So give and take is a massive part of ongoing attraction in a relationship. So you might have noticed, those of you who are givers, you attract a taker. And you takers, boy, you're looking for those givers. And your antenna is tuned into them. It's a natural draw. Now, it will also be the crux of both of your resentments. So when our savior mentality, which is to be good, gets out of whack, it gets out of whack in our personal relationships and creates unbelievable emotional pain and resentment. Here's when helping is not helping. If you are the overgiver, and I say overgiver because we want a, a fluid give and take. But if you are locked in one end of the teeter-totter, yes, yes, very sophisticated Susan language here. Uh, if you are in the teeter-totter thing and you are the overgiver, you are disabling the other person. You are infantilizing them. You, you just reduce them to uh, somebody who needs your help. Now, that might be the hook. They may have come into your life and fallen in love with you or think they're in love with you because of what you give them. But 
There is a time that helping is not helping. When helping becomes disempowering the other. And it can also become a lock for you, the giver, because you know what? It's Pavlovian. Once you give, you can't just say, okay, I gave Tuesday. I'm not going to give you Wednesday. That becomes habitual. Okay, short story. I was in Lake Como a little while ago. And uh, for whatever reason, I was chosen to cook. Now, there were four of us. I'm not a cook. I make the same three meals every day. I mean, I'm not very inventive that way. I got, like, in the beginning, it's fun. After a while, it's like you get trapped. You get locked in a role, okay? It's all good fun, and we all got along together. But I'm just saying that that's a very minor version of what can happen in a relationship. If you are always the one who comes to the rescue of your partner, if you are always the one that has to clean up their mess, not only do they learn to be ineffective, not only do they learn to abdicate responsibility for their own lives, but then you're stuck. So that sets you up for resentment. But here's what happens to your mate. And here's why you're not getting the appreciation you want, because they hate you. And here's, here's why they hate you. Yeah, they need you. And yeah, they locked you into that role because they didn't want to do it. Granted. But every time that they lost their confidence and their autonomy by having you do it, it felt good in the moment. They ended up hating you because every time they see you, they're reminded of the fact that they're ineffective. And this is a really bitter pill to swallow. Imagine the person that's put their mate through college, sacrificed, and then they get dumped. Yeah, don't need you anymore. And there's this built-in regulator where we have to be in harmony with our partner. That This give and take, it has to be in order. You don't want to be embedded in the savior complex because, one, you're going to hate yourself. When you figure out you don't hate them, then you're going to realize you hate yourself. And it weakens your partner. Your partner, then, must always come to you and scratch on you that they need, they want, and bother you like a child, like a petulant child, to get their needs met because... You're not allowing them to do on their own. We cannot have this lock. It will destroy a relationship. That's when it becomes unhealthy, when it becomes the extreme, that the giver will not allow the taker to do on their own. You have to bite your nails and sit on your hands and let them fail. You have to do that. This is something that can often happen in an age gap relationship. The elder person wants to go in and fix and help and no 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 you can't it is a very hard discipline to let your partner fail and whether your partner is older than you are or the same age it's a hard thing but they have to become competent you see we cannot take away our partner's responsibility for taking care of themselves or we will set ourselves up for this very negative dynamic so while you may get a reward sociologically for being a savior. Yeah, save the planet, save animals, save, save something. Be that kind of a savior. But in an interpersonal relationship, if you get locked into any one of these roles, the savior or the, the needy person, I guarantee you it will be the end of your relationship. Think balance and try to really measure yourself. If you're the taker, start to do on your own. You think you need them. You don't necessarily need them to do all these things. You're lazy. Okay, you've been lazy. 
So this is my advice to you to have a much more positive and peaceful and happy relationship. Get your giving and taking in balance. Thanks a lot. Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net.